Welcome to Warp Storms, a tabletop wargaming podcast focused primarily on the Games Workshop hobby. I'm Tom Landy. And I'm Tom Sargent. Warp Storms is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. Okay, so this week um, I kind of want some advice on mm. My Thousand Sons. You do. Um, yeah, I really do. Uh, so I'll give, you, I'll give you a brief rundown of what, what I've done so far and where I am. And yep. You've just gone to a, a painting I have. weekend. Are we going to talk so. about this in here? Not really. I just kind of wanted to mention it because why would, I'm asking you about painting rather yeah, sure. than asking people who would know about painting. Yeah. Um, so I, for me, uh, my only kind of focus right now is painting a couple of armies. One for South Coast GT, which I want to talk a lot about. In another episode. Army, in another yep. episode. Yeah. And My Thousand Sons. Yeah. And I'm finding My Thousand Sons really difficult. Yeah. Uh, for two reasons. Uh, one, I don't want to airbrush. Um, no. Because I neither have the space. I do have the space, but... I, I Inclination is the yeah, word. It's yeah, the biggest problem. I could set up an area. I could manage it. But what I really want is I want to be able to paint stuff. That looks good quickly. Yeah. And... Tabletop. Standard. Good effort. Yeah. Tabletop standard with an extra highlight and I'm happy. Like that, yeah. that will keep me going. Um, the the reason I'm collecting them is because I it's my favourite legion all around yeah. uh, whenever someone talks to me about you know oh, I don't know if I can get into the heresy or whatever the first thing I want them to do is read Thousand Sons yeah. because it not only begin, not only starts at the beginning of the heresy technically from a you know it happens pre, pre well Cats of Nikea is yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah, happened, yeah. You know, it happens a long time before Nikea and then yeah. you get Nikea and then you get the kind of the kind of burning of Prospero is, is something that happens at, at the very beginning of the whole heresy. It's Yeah, because it's something they talk about in the first three books. Yeah, it's at, as, it's at the end of book three. I think it's already happened because I think they're gloating that Russ has already done it. Oh, maybe so. But, uh, yeah, but regardless, it's, it's, anyway. It's, it, 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 like it's very, very early in the heresy. Yeah, yeah. And I love them. I love how it's written. I love that... It's a, it's a, it's a great book. It is absolutely a great book. What... what uh, I think it's Graham McNeil who wrote it. I think yeah. what he did, he made... Magnus Flawed. a hero well no he made him a hero the same way that um, the Warmaster was made a hero when yeah. Dan Abnett wrote the an approachable hum- you know Flawed absolutely but like not just this vial of evil that everyone hates yeah like Mortarion is just evil from the offset you know when he's introduced in book yeah. two or whenever he's just a prick from start to finish people love him he you know he's got a tragic backstory they've all got daddy issues in one way or the other but he is a prick from start to finish. You know, Angron, even though he's a bit like a cursed teddy bear, is a prick from start to finish. Yeah, and I, I, I'm really drawn to Primarchs that are... <coughs> misunderstood. More, yeah, well, not misunderstood. I mean, they're all dickheads. But more... more fl- I mean, the, the Chaos ones in particular. I like the ones that are more The ones in particular. Oh, no. <laughs> Dawn's great. It's the best. Oh. <laughs> but it's... Like, I, I'm really drawn to people like Pertrabo and yeah. Magnus, yeah. who are, yeah, they're assholes, and but they're not inherently. I mean, I mean, Pertrabo technically is inherently evil, but they don't always make choices just to be dickheads. No, and I can hear all of you screaming at you, you, you your headsets right now. The problem, the thing is, when you talk about a topic like this, there are going to be as many people out there who go, "Oh, he's so right." I'm, to I'm as many happy. people out there who are like, "No, fucking." I'm happy to be so wrong, but it's it's um, it's just like. It's a fictional character, so you yeah. can draw from it what you want, right? I like. and, but I like that they, they, they didn't, like, where Angron or Mortarion mm. or Horus towards the, the mid of his 
turn when he's on the way to terror. Yeah. They become pure evil. Yeah. Up unto a certain point. Like, even Conrad, Curse, justifies what he's doing to a point. Yeah. Like... When in Vulcan Lives, you get a real... A glimmer of what he actually is. And it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, it is horrible. And Vulcan sees that, and then Vulcan's like, oh, my poor brother. Smash with a hammer. Yeah. And it's... But before, before they become this evil... They believe they're doing it for the right reason. Like even Pertorabo believes he's doing stuff for the right reason. He's yeah. fucked. Like he's the probably the worst Primarch in many ways. Yeah. But he believes he's doing it for the right reason. He's not just doing it to kill and to be evil, like no. Conrad goes to very quickly. And I yeah. like these kind of fallen heroes because that's how they're written, and I really like that. And yeah. I like the the thing for me is Pertorabo, outside of his um Primarch novel. Yeah, which is, I haven't read. It's Mm. scary in some ways actually yeah. but there's a there's a lot of you know he's in in a nutshell he wants to be an architect he wants to be this great architect he wants yeah. to build stuff and that's the legion he's he's designed and his legion is never happy with what they do and rather than meet in lodges like the Lunar Wolves they meet in lodges and play Warhammer basically yeah. and they practice and practice and practice and why did we lose this engagement let's practice on a 3D representation and yeah. see how we get better yeah, they're like, they're like a constructive version of Empress Children. Yeah. Whereas Empress Children are trying to be perfect and fucking everything, which is impossible, and that drives them insane. They're trying to be perfect at just siegecraft, yeah. or, or just, you know... Exactly. Fortress building. And there's something about The Thousand Sons, I think it's probably the way the books are written, that really grabs me by the balls and makes me want to spend time with them. I want to know about Aram, and I want to know about... The, all the different groups within yeah. the Thousand Sons. Yeah, because there are some real good characters in that. You know, like Horus Rising introduced so many good thou- uh, Sons of Horus characters, yeah. Lunar Wars characters, Loken, you know, Abaddon, um, Little Horus that become really interesting. And Thousand Sons managed to do that in one book. Mm-hmm. You know, with Hathor, Matt, and all the rest of them, they became really good characters in the one book. And they're actually too good because from all the books that are written afterwards they kind of fail a little bit when they rock up well they become they become what they become they become rubric marines or sorcerers and whatever and you know until we get to Siege of Terror where they're now at because of reasons that ah yeah, okay they can rewrite yeah, as long as it's a good story have though, you yeah. heard this new thing about Sanguinius that was on the stream the other week no that he, like someone said he might be in stasis one of the writers said he might be in stasis oh yeah that's in the 40k rulebook isn't it the 8th edition rulebook what, Sanguinius is in stasis? Yeah. What? Yeah. What horseshit is this? It's like Mr. Burns, though. You know, 27 stab wounds back. <laughs> <laughs> We've healed 16 of them, sir. I bring you love! Yes. That is sort of Mr. Burns. But, if it, like, take a but yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that another time, but... What? Mr. Burns? Mr. Burns, <laughs> we talk about Mr. Burns all day long. But I, I, I genuinely like how the book's written. I love Magnus. I understand that Magnus is an asshole, and he had a big fall, and everything else, but Magnus was just far enough away that he could have been a good guy. Yeah. And he was one of the victims that Horus, you know, helped fall. And it worked very successfully. Yeah, because he saw the Emperor for being a bastard as the Emperor. Because the Emperor is a total prick. Actually, maybe that's why I like the Emperor. At least if it was customised by the name and not number. But... So, what's the fuck's this got to do with your painting? Everything. (laughs) This is why. This is like... uh, this This is why I love 30k. Because I want to do Thousand Sons... Because I have this absolute, like I'm, I'm literally sat here, fucking apology yeah. about Pertrabo and Magnus, Magnus, two of the most egregiously bad Primarchs. Yes, <laughs> I love them. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so hyped about my Thousand Sons. Mm. And I went and I played at Blood and Glory. Yeah, a really good weekend. Yeah, 
don't know yeah. if I won. I won one game, I think, but that was because both me and my opponent... Did you beat Rob? Yeah, but I didn't really, I don't think. I, I was very happy to just say you Is won. that when he was taking arms off of his knight and things like that? None of us knew how any of the rules were. No, 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 but that is what... That is... Well, no, I immobilised his knight. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we were told that he wasn't immobilised because you can't immobilise. <laughs> like, fucking... Well, we didn't know. I don't know. No. I don't play games. <laughs> just... No, but neither did he, because that was like his first weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, but we had... I, I felt like we had a really good game. Yeah. I gave him my, one of my best um, sports votes. Well, he said on... Imperial Truth that it was one of his best games playing I against you. Loved everything about it. I thought he was such a rock star to play against, and yeah. he did stupid stuff because, and that's what people do in the Heresy. They do stupid stuff because, because that's what their would do. Exactly that. Yeah. yeah, and we had such fun. Yeah, just a great time. Just like, and people understand that as well. You know, if you were playing in my first game and I played Colin, and my Imperial Fist stood behind a mm-hmm. defense line, not getting an objective, leaving it for. Pollocks and the Terminators to get a next turn because and Colin's like well why don't you go do. and get the objective because well I'm, not behind, I'm behind a wall mate and I can shoot you that's exactly yeah. what Imperial Fist would do and um, he loved that you know and he, he got he got a boner over that and that's how you play and that's that's the, that's the most engaging way that's why I want to talk about this yeah because this is my problem so I'm sat there stood there playing against Rob yeah and Rob has a very tame Space Wolf army in terms of it, it, it's yeah. very it it's looks very imposing yeah, it no, looks no. imposing but it's very 30k he's yeah. not got a lot of the kind of wolf embellishments that you get in 40k oh no no he's not gone full fluffy beautiful looks really good his 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 knight is gorgeous oh it's incredible and I was happy enough with my army yeah but it's shit in comparison to I think you and I can safely say that w- w- we had the worst armies I would have been done. very happy with my army on the 40k tables but yeah. put me on an AOS table or a 30k table with no, this army yeah. and I'm embarrassed by it same and even my even my Imperial Fist you know, people say no it's a nice yellow it is a nice yellow but that is the best thing that people can say about it because yeah. the, you know, the bolt guns aren't finished and the weathering's not good on it if, if at all and that everyone has got such a standard of hobby in 30k that it's difficult to keep up with that yeah and it's like this I noticed this a lot at London Heresy where I wasn't playing I was just observing, and the whole weekend, like forty k guys were walking over and looking at the tables. And yeah. At the heresy side of the table, bar maybe two that just weren't finished, were best painted at a smaller event. Yeah. Without question. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, the the thing that so I spent a lot of time looking at stuff at London Heresy because I was there, I was there with uh, Greg and Neil. Yeah. And Neil was doing the the kind of best painted mm. stuff. But we were, I, I felt, I mean, probably uh, with no good reason, I felt like I was really involved in the decision because they were talking about this army and that army and like why this army and that army. And for me, it was size army that stood out well over the rest because some of the armies were gorgeous and yeah. much better than his in some ways. Yeah. But his army, the whole thing, was done to the same standard. It yeah, might not have been, you're 100% right. He might not have said it was all finished, and he constantly says that about his stuff, because yeah. people who paint like that are perfectionists. Yeah. But, if it wasn't finished, the whole army wasn't finished to the same standard, so it looked as good. Yeah. He could then go and do whatever he wanted. Whatever he wanted afterwards, yeah. Whereas I'm at that point now, where I'm not even at that first level. Yeah. I'm not even happy with tabletop version. Okay. So, my army's very simple. So my Blood and Glory army, is going to be very different to the army I play with next year. Yes. My Blood and Glory army was two units of 
uh, two big units terminators. Yeah. Were they Sekhmet or Normals? Sekhmet. Sekhmet, yeah. When I was building the army, yeah. I was sat in Element Games at another one of the fucking Imperial Truth events. Yeah. After having a night of defending Magnus and the Thousand Sons, and I was yes. like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to do Thousand Sons, and I'm going to show you that um, they, they don't have to be good. I can I can lose anything, don't worry. Yeah. My army was Magnus. Yeah. Amon. Yeah. Two squads of ten Sekhmet. Yeah. And what I used for those was just the 40k models, because yes. what I wanted was... I looked at the... Four-drawed ones. And the four-drawed ones are nice, yeah. but they're bland. Yeah. And The ornamentation on the plastic <clears throat> is brilliant. But for me, you look at Custodes, you look at Sons, you look at the Space Wars. They should be the most Baroque armies in the game. Yeah. And you put that up against Mark IV playing armour. And it's fine. It's nice. But it's kind of like... Well, okay, you can have the rainbow and I'll have blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, meh, all right. So I wanted to do a Baroque army. Yeah. So I used the 40k models, painted red, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that's different from the 40k segment terminators to the, uh, 30K the 30k ones, 30K ones, ones yeah. yeah, was I just didn't put the cowl on. No. So they just have like a, it, it's very close to the standard Tartarus army yeah. when you don't put the cowl on. Um, Did you play them all as Tartarus as well? Yeah. 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 Um, and I love it because they're exactly as Baroque as they, I want them to be. Yeah. Uh, my, I also had two units of veterans in Rhinos. Yeah. The veterans are the 40k Thousand Sun models yeah. Yeah. with 30k um, Mark IV backpacks and heads yeah. and 30k guns. Nothing special. Yeah, 30k bolt guns on there, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Nothing special. Like It's simple as, simple as all, all crap. Um, very expensive unit to build <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. of what you're putting into it. But Lots of bits and stuff, yeah. Yeah, super... But like, it's a stock model with a couple of bits. It's super simple. Yeah, easy to build, just expensive resource. Yeah. Super Baroque. Happiest, happiest Marley. And that was like the majority of the army. You know, once you kind of put Magnus into something and it gets stupidly expensive, stupidly quick. I had three jet bikes which died every game. And they're fucking Turn useless. One. Actually, they're brilliant, but I never got to really use them because they just, oh, just can't They're too expensive to, yeah. to do. But they were good. I enjoyed them. And now I'm going to change everything because... I enjoyed the army. Yeah. But I didn't like how it looked. I like what I like my vision for it, but I don't like what I could do with it. Yeah. So I want to change it up, see what I can do. Mix in some different units, add some armor in. Yeah, you definitely need some armor in there, yeah. yeah. I also had a Derrideo which kinda of hung about and did some shooting because at a couple of the other events there was a huge amount of air support. Yeah. Didn't get that at the I don't think that, I think uh, there was only one flyer at Blood and Glory which yeah. belonged to Tom Henry, the sure. Empress Children player, but then he went home because he was oh, shit-faced yeah. drunk. Well, he played like an Empress Children player. He did, to excess, to which excess. I thought was fucking brilliant. This is the way to go. Uh, so, what I want is I want to just briefly run down my new army for you. Yeah, yeah. Why I want to change it. Yeah. And then talk about my... Painting. Colour scheme. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that, that, the whole point That's of this is my colour scheme, but it has to change for a couple of reasons. It's not just because the army's different. Okay. But now it's a different style of army as well. So okay. half this army doesn't exist currently on the table when you deploy it. You stick down three or four units. Yeah. But this next army is fully deployed, so it has to look different. And so you're not doing. Okay. Yeah. Go. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. So very straightforward. Praetorian Terminator armor. Yes. Uh, two squads of veteran marines in rhinos. What, so that what tactic have they got? Yes. Marksman. Sure. Okay. Uh, you haven't even got that far. No. No. I've written that down. Don't care. Um, nine of the. Uh, Kenatide Blades. Oh, yes. In a Phobos. Is that the one with the assault round? I don't know. Okay. 
Okay. Yes, I think the Proteus is the shit one. Yeah. I don't know. I, if it hasn't come across already, it will come across later on. I'm all about the lols. I have no idea what No, you have no idea. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, I so, had to learn how Psychic Phase worked in my first game. I love it. It's great. Yes. Yeah, nine counter tablets in a full boss, and that is going to be the 40k Thousand Sons again. Yeah. With the counter tablet heads. Yes. Uh, plastic backpacks, yes. and then the counter tablet arms. So it'll be proper Baroque. Yeah. Like, like the arms are what you need, really, yeah. And then the fun stuff that I have absolutely no reason to take except I want something totally different. Okay. So three Sakarans. Oh, what? Just regular battle tanks? or? Oh. oh, okay. A Punisher. Yeah. An Arcus. Yeah. And the Plasma one. And an Omega. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Because it's good. Yeah, it's, that'd be so good. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be a good army, but the counter no. are stupidly good in combat. Yeah, they are um, ridiculous. The Praetor is Praetor, so... Is he going in with the Cannotide Blades then? I mean, sure, if he can fit. I don't even know what the number on the Phobos is for... Ten? Well, no, he's not. <laughs> well, you got nine. Uh, no, I've got ten. Oh, you said nine. nine plus I'm sorry. I'm oh, right, right, nine. I'm using Quartermaster, so I read it. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, but that's it. That's that's 2,035 points. And is so that using Pride of the Legion? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I've got another 500 points I can play with yes. um, to kind of add more stuff but more stuff probably going to be the unit terminators or something to kind of go with so well you're going to want something yeah okay you're going to want something for the Praetor but yeah yeah something but that's the kind of like it's completely different yes <clears throat> very vehicle heavy yes um, it will look totally different and yes what we did for the current Thousand Suns army was I spread them all Silver. Lead Belcher, yeah. I dry brushed them all, uh, Rune Fang Steel. Yes. And I gave them all to you. You did. And you airbrushed them with like three or four coats of... Tell me a clear bread. Yep. And it was... Possible. Really good. No, it was good. That, I mean, you can't really go wrong when you've got your Tamiya Clear Red because it's such a simple colour scheme yeah. that it just works and it's really good. You get that cherry red that people associate now with the Thousand Suns. Yeah, um, and when we did have the big debate over whether to do it over a gold undercoat mm-hmm. or a silver undercoat and we did you one of each and you preferred the silver yeah and I think everyone else in their dog does gold yeah um, and that stands you out right for Instantly me it stands was, you out. I looked at the forge world models for the uh, what are they called the, the robots so, the, the Achaeus Castellax yes and everything on those those Castellax is the cherry red yeah but then it's got silver trim and something about that stood out to be more than, than the gold trim the gold trim and I think I made a mistake on that. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I okay. I fundamentally think that that was the wrong choice because... What, you should have gone with the gold undercut and gold trim? Yes. Okay. For the simple reason. and Not that I need a, a warmer red. Yeah. Which is what you inherently get with that. You do, yeah. But it looks more finished. And I played with... Oh, a gold trim as opposed to a silver trim looks more finished. Looks infinitely better. Yeah, good point. Tabletop gold looks so much better than tabletop silver. And you know. it... Well... I was too busy being all important and thinking about <laughs> but like that that is like that's an inherent thing that I've learned yeah and do I do I think I should have done it the other way no I really like what I learned and I <clears throat> what I got out of it so I think <clears throat> going forward I've got to do gold okay um, easier uh, but then the other problem exists yeah. which is yes cherry red is fine yeah it's pretty bland yeah if I'm honest there's not a lot of depth to it, you... So far. Well, that's the problem. So, after I painted them the last time, I also yeah. got them back from you, I made up a mix 
of about 25% red, 25%, I think I used null oil, and then I used a about 25% of their thinner. What, Lamy medium or acrylic the, thinner? Yeah. The, Vallejo, oh, right, yeah, Tamiya thinner. Tamiya thinner, yeah. Yeah. And I did that, and that was like, a, obviously I was doing it in thirds at that stage. Yeah, yeah. And I shook it up and shook it up and shook it up. And then I went on my back and I added in some gloss Agraxerchid. Yeah. Which gave me a really nice wash that I could put over the Everything. cherry. Yeah. And it gave it a bit of depth. Yeah. But, and this is where my inexperience comes in that's a problem. Okay. Yes, that works and it's fine and it's an extra step and probably should be airbrushed on. Yeah. But now my problem is, I'm not very neat. I don't paint very well under conditions of being neat. I like to kind of make a lot of mess. I like to tidy it up. I like to wash everything. Sure. And then I like to do highlights. Yeah. Whereas now what I'm doing is I'm getting a finished product and then I can't do anything to make it. Because it's not my style. My style no. is very messy and then I tidied up at the end. Yeah. And Playing the wrong fucking legion. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I built them the wrong way to do it as well. <laughs> like... The whole fact that they're super broke makes it really difficult for me to then go back and change it. You're going to have to discipline themselves yourself with that, yeah. Oh, I'm well disciplined. So what are you looking to do and get... What, what's this, Do you want me to give you a, what I would do, a solution? <clears throat> yeah, I do. So what I've tried, and I'm okay with it, and then I've gone back and I've looked at it again last yeah. week, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about, because it, I'm really happy with what it is, yeah. and I like the style to get there, Yeah. but I don't necessarily like the output. So what I've done is I've taken one of the marines that we uh, did red and yeah, I didn't do anything sure. else with. Okay, so he's just base red. Base red, and I completely ignored that and got my big paintbrush <laughs> and some mechrite red or whatever the... Uh, Mephiston red. Mephiston red, that's the new one. Yeah. And I painted him, I did two thin cuts. Oh, fuck. I did, it was really good. Oh, fuck. And he was just, it was probably the best uh, initial paint I'd ever done. Like, going red on top of like a red, clear red yeah. was beautiful. Like, it just was... Perfect. Did it look matte and boring? Or yes, was it... absolutely, but that was the idea. Sure, okay. And then I went and I washed it, yeah. and I did a little bit of highlights, and I, yeah. like, I I was happy with the red, Yeah. and then I got some Tamiya out of the tub, yeah. and painted the... Armour panels. Yep. And it makes them really, really red. Oh, it's actually very like this Coke can. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so it looks like a looks like Coke can, but without that kind of silver underlay. It looks like yeah. a, a kind of a matte... So it looks like a... Um... If that was matte red but was glossy, which doesn't make any sense, but that's so it looks like a satin rather than a gloss or metallic, yeah. Yes. Now I've only done a, I've only done one layer, so I could do another couple of layers and see how it goes. Okay. And I like it more because it gives me more depth initially. But are you going to do that on every single marine? Yeah, I would. I've got. Okay, so what is the what is wrong with bearing in mind my newfound yeah airbrushing that's... Jesus powers, <laughs> right? What's wrong with taking, say, if we if we took a, a metallic black undercoat and then through metallics made it highlighted and made it darker in areas on an, on an infantry model? I don't know what a metallic black undercoat is. So it's it, it just looks like a, like a car metallic black. Okay. Okay. And then highlight that up, you know, so the knee pads are, are shiny as steel or whatever, and then just retribute a gold through an airbrush. Not through a an under not through a spray can because it's got primer in it. Yeah. But through an airbrush, so it's um, transparent essentially. Translucent. Translucent. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Um, and then that should that should have depth in it. That should be you know behind his knees are darker than the front of his knees, and so and so on so so that you know his neck is darker than the top of his head, and things like that. And that should give you the depth done in that shading and highlighting stage, 
rather than fuck arsing around with shading and air, you know pin washing and then highlighting layers and edge highlighting and all that fucking nasty. And like, that works as well because then I would also have the vehicles, which I could do the same style. Yeah, because if you try and <clears throat> once you get with a bristle brush, once you get an infantry model done, it looks amazing. Try and put that onto a vehicle any bigger than a rhino. And you're even, either gonna, even a rhino yeah, you're either going to get streaky panels or no contrast. But if you could get the contrast onto that, onto an infantry model, and then you can carry that across, because you know, if you had three Sakarans of each different variant, you're going to want to show, make them showstopper pieces, right? And if that involves doing an airbrush, then that involves doing an airbrush. Yeah. How does that... Is that going to equate, or are you going to go into a sort of autistic screeching meltdown? <laughs> no, I don't think so. If, you ha- if this Coke can... Yep. is a thousand son could you deal with if his chest shoulder pads um, you know his van braces on his arms were cherry red bright glossy gleaming and highlighted but his ass, you know his, behind his thighs and everything were darker still cherry red but they were darker oh, that's exactly what I want that's exactly what you want yeah because you, you because that airbrush. way then <laughs> I know I know I need an airbrush I just don't want to buy one what I'm saying is you either need an airbrush or you need to be prepared for me to fucking airbrush it. That's it. Alright. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, alright, well we need to do that then. Do you think it would benefit me to go to a painting weekend like you went? 100%. Every, every single person who's listening to this should go to one. And I'm not just, I mean obviously I did it with Matt Kane. Everyone knows who he is. He's incredible. But... Any, I mean, any I've definitely one, seen his work but I have no clue who it is I had a little chat with him on Facebook the other day because I was talking about my Mechanicum mm. and I said have you got any references to any Mechanicum Reg you've painted and he just fucking screenshotted Forge World's site oh, and sent it back to me and he was like <laughs> yeah I painted all of these and I was like you cheeky cunt that's not what I meant I meant <laughs> fuck's sake um, nice but I mean not just I mean Matt is brilliant but he's the only one that I've ever encountered yeah. really nice guy got a lot out of him but I know that Andy is doing non-metallic metals I know that um, there are you know like um, Miles is doing his stuff and they're all brilliant they're all fantastic they've all got their own way to learn sometimes it's classes for a club over a weekend sometimes it's one-to-one tuition through a webcam yes get yourself down I'll be doing it this way I'll be using the varnishes the weathering techniques the, you know, the, the techniques that I learned with Matt is what I'll be using. And everyone in that course probably will be. So going to a painting course is only going to help your hobby. It's never going to slow it down. It's never going to put it into reverse. It's never going to make you worse. It's only ever going to make you better. All right. Um, fine. But uh, yeah, they're de- definitely recommended. Good for social. I mean, I met guys there who I've known online. I've, I even had them as friends on Facebook already. And I've I never, didn't actually know I've, No, and I didn't twig until the second day. I was like, fuck me, you're that. And um, it was great, you know. And I'm looking for, you know, by going to another club, you meet, you learn friends, they, they, um, they invite me to events, I'm going to, they've inv- I've invited them to our event. And the 30K 30, the 30 community is huge and it's just, and it's just so supportive as opposed to the venomous side of the Games Watch community that can come out some ways. And that's not exclusive to 40K, Age no, of Sigmar, of 30K, The Hobbit, they've all got their venomous people in them. But um, overall, it was a good experience. Okay. <clears throat> you should so, definitely come to one. What I've learned is I need to spend 300 quid and go to an Airbrush weekend. If you're not happy with how tabletop the Thousand Suns were, yeah. and you want to upgrade them to the next level, but not put them on top table painting competition levels... I, I, I'm, not, I'm not at... Uh, that's not my hobby. Do you think that would change? 
Maybe, but that's not my hobby. My hobby, I see the thing is, I also, I find it really boring doing the basic stuff. I've got an army that's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, I'm not happy with it. Right. Um, I, I was not happy with it enough that I said to Greg the night before, if you don't want me to play with it, it's fine. Yeah. Because I don't think it's that bad, and it's it's not that bad, but it f doesn't feel like it's what it should be. Yeah. And All it's right. fucking, yeah, there you go. Well, that was episode one, and I've got to go and spend... 300 quid. If we do this every episode... It's yeah, well, the next, very the next episode is about my uh, Mechanicum army, so that's going to be a lot more than 300 quid. Mechanicum army? Oh! <laughs> Alright then, uh, I'm Tom Landy. And I'm Tom Sargent. Uh, you can find me on the internet. At, um, just search for me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. We're, uh, I'm Tom Landy. And, I'm... and uh, this is uh, Warp Storms. Yeah, go for it.